want to be a homeowner, but you don't know where to start, guess what? I'm going to help guide you through. My name is Cameron Diabas, and I am a seasoned mortgage professional, and I am the podcaster general of the Home Buyer Hustle. And I'm here to help guide you through credit, income, assets, the mortgage application, and all those pitfalls that you need to avoid, things you may not have known about, and there's a special bonus just for you. That's right, just for you. We're also going to talk about down payment assistance. We're also going to talk to real estate professionals, people in the real estate game, inspectors, and that are going to be able to help let you know what they look for when they're inspecting homes and so forth. So without any other delay, let's take the dive. Let's have some fun. All right, so everybody is back in their seats, ready for another exciting week of our table talk with Cindy Rice from Madrona, John L. Scott. And um, Cindy and I are just kind of talking about the current conditions of the market. You know, we don't want to just keep going around and around and around. Definitely, like we mentioned before, there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of great deals out there. But what can you do as a buyer or even a seller to put yourself in the best possible position to get either to be able to get the best deal that you can or be able to get top dollar when you sell? So there's a couple different avenues. So if you're a buyer, you're going to go and buy a house. Definitely want to make sure you have the perfect, that you have great credit, right? You want to make sure, we understand, you know what, there's times, there's a hiccup here late, credit card. Oh, I thought my wife paid it. My wife thought I paid it. It didn't get paid. There's a late or whatever. But. You definitely want to prevent those things from happening, especially when you want to buy a house, because the lender is scrutinizing over that your ability to pay. Also, what else can you do? You know, you want to make sure that you know what's on your credit report. You want to make sure that you're not switching jobs every couple of months, you know, unless you're DoorDash, you know, you can do whatever you need to do. But on the seller side of things, Cindy, what can sellers do to put themselves in the best possible position to get top dollar when they're ready to sell? You know, just make sure that your house is showing material. I mean, clear out any clutter. That's, you know, let the people actually see the home, let them see the square footage of the home. So anything that's cluttered, you know, put it away in the garage or storage unit or something like that while you sell. Make sure it's clean and tidy. If your walls need painting, it's a good idea to put a fresh coat of paint. I mean, people want to see that you've taken care of the home, that you've maintained the home, you know, that that you've really took pride in your home and it shows when you walk in you'll say wow i can really see this person loved this home and took good care of it 
and don't forget the curb appeal. I mean, make sure that, you know, your yard is free of weeds and any, any overgrowth, you know, cut it back and just prepare it to be at his best. They always say, my house is never fully finished until I get ready to sell it. <laughs> you know? Yes, that's so true. Yeah. Very, very true. And I'm a big one on curb appeal. It's got, you know, I mean, I've worked in a restaurant for years and years and years. And the, the saying is, is if the front of the house, which is the dining area, is clean, then it's a probably a 99% chance the kitchen's as clean or cleaner. Right. So... If the front of the house or the lobby of the restaurant is dirty, you can pretty much guarantee that the kitchen area is going to be Well, and then you get that mess. idea. So. You, you just get the idea. As soon as you pull up, you go, oh, wow. Well, all right. You know, you kind of get the idea of what right. it's going to be like. And it's like a first impression, you know? Yeah. Oh, it is. When you Definitely. go and meet a new oh, client, you're not going to go in cutoffs and, you know, and stuff because they'll get that idea of you, you know? So I, I know it's different, but it's kind of. Yeah, the cutoffs with the strings hanging down. Yeah. They didn't even bother to trip the strings. Right. I'm, I'm here and they got their t shirt <laughs> and, their, and their food's half on the front of their shirt. Right. They're, and you're going, oh, great. This is going to be. You know, or it's all wrinkled, you know, and yeah. Yeah. And I think personally, because I've I've bought a few houses in my day, and I think the thing that gets me every single time, and, I, and it's amazing that a, a real estate professional doesn't say, wait a minute, is when you go through the rooms of a house, and you find the one in bright, bright bubblegum pink, <laughs> and then the other one in bright, bright ship blue. You know, like seriously, if you ever repainted a wall in those colors, right? To repaint over it Lots takes of forever. <laughs> Lots of primer. Yes, it's horrible, and you see them. You're like, uh. Okay, and there must have been a girl, and yes. they must have had a son, you know? But it's like, and I get it, you want to make it their own, but stick with the neutral colors. Yes, stick with the neutral because colors, and don't forget, don't forget to polish things up. You know, one of my pet peeves is when I walk in, and there's fingerprints all over the refrigerator door, or... All over, you know, it, it's just, can't you just wipe that down? Or or the sliding glass door is full of dirt from the dog's muddy paws or something, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's definitely another one. And then, you know, and and for the, for the buyers, you're going through there, and we're just kind of giving you things to look at, you know, and we... We talked in the last episode about making sure you do a home inspection. Do not, do not, we are not in the position, you're not in the position to say, I don't need a home inspection. I've seen people do this because they're afraid. They got the fear of missing out. They're afraid that, you know, they put in offer after offer after offer and they keep getting outbid. 
And then they start getting reckless. Well, they start getting you know? desperate. And don't be desperate yes. when you're buying a home. Don't be desperate. Yeah. You know, it's going to work out when it's supposed to work out. And you got to go in there with a mindset that you're strategic. And by strategic, I'm saying you're checking about the useful life of the roof. You're checking about the electrical panel. Right. You're checking about the water, you know, the water heater. Yeah. But don't just say, oh, you know, I can fix this stuff. Because you know what? When your water heater goes out, your water heater goes out. I mean, it doesn't care that it's in the middle of winter. That's right. You know. Neither does the furnace. You know, yeah, the but one thing you have to be either. careful of is when those furnaces start to go out, if they're gas, you know, they'll they'll emit carbon monoxide into the home. So yes. kind of an important thing to have inspected. But, you know, them. and I know it's exciting. You know, it really is. It's exciting to, oh, you know, we're going to be, you know, buying our first home. You know, there's things that you really need to consider. You know, like I, I'm a big guy on the monthly payment. You, 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 I'm not so big on interest rate. I mean, if you can afford the payment, you know what? If, if the rate isn't where you want it, you can always refinance it and save whatever your 50 to a hundred dollars a month or more, whatever, depending on what you do. But, but at the end of the day, make sure you're accounting for stuff like Homeowners Association dues. Does your property have a homeowners association? And it doesn't mean that you, that it's just a condo that has HOA dues. There's single family homes that have oh, HOA Many dues. of them. Any of those ones that are in a community, they, you know, it's, oh, we have a little community park and we have the little, the little, the portion that by the sidewalk that, is grass. Somebody's got to mow that. Yeah. And that's part of what gets your HO covers, you know, the HOA news covers. So you've got to really be aware of what you're paying, you know, and then once you do buy that house, don't be bashful and sit in the back or not go to any of the HOA meetings because you don't know what they're going to be passing. Right. And then look at the reserves, you know, how's it, where's their money going? And because it yes. also covers, you know, well, it covers fresh paint on the outside. It covers any kind of plumbing problems on, you know, that from the outside that the roofing, uh-huh. all of that go, comes out of the reserves. So there's, right. yeah. So make sure you check it, so, make sure they have money. Does, does, does the condos, place need new right and then on the lending side of things you really you don't have to worry the lender is going to worry more about the reserves than you do because the investor requires it that those condo projects are approved and which means that they have the proper insurance the proper coverages you know, they have the reserves to fix stuff if something breaks. They have backup, you know, things of that nature. So what I'm saying is you just really on the smaller on this smaller condo projects, you know, I'm when I'm talking smaller, I'm talking a 
a two unit or four unit complex, you have to be extremely careful because all it takes is one of those one of those units to go in default and everything is and then the whole HOA doesn't qualify. Wow. So you've got to be very, very careful. That's good on to know. Those ones. Find a bigger, a bigger complex or whatever and kind of go from there. So, but those are the things that are important. Um, other things to look out for. Um, peeling paint is another big one that I see a lot as a lender, um, especially on FHA loans, even conventional loans. If there's peeling paint, and and I know a lot of people when you're buying a house go, oh, the paint's just peeling. It's not that big of a deal. You know what it means is that wood is not sealed. Moisture gets under there and it causes rot. So it is important. You know, we're Cindy and I are trying to open your eyes to more than just getting into a home. But being able to get into a home, being able to know what the maintenance standards are, kind of, to be able to say, well, guy, you know, I really need to take care of these things. Because a lot of the times, the stuff just simply can't wait. You know, you got a small leak, a small water leak, and you go, oh, it's just a, a little leak. <laughs> but, you know, that little leak creates, all of a sudden, a big old mold problem. Right. And, yeah, and then you and you're you're knee deep in that. And you don't well, the other thing for them to know about the peeling paint for FHA is that even that's even necessary for like the decking or a shed in the back. Exactly. I mean, even that can't have peeling paint, or you won't qualify for FHA or broken windows or broken windows. Anything that's a health or safety risk. The other big one, gutters. Make sure the gutters are cleaned out and make sure that the gutter spouts are running, that are connected, and they're running away from the house, not running back to the house. You don't want any of that water getting back into the foundation. It That's needs to go sure. away from the house. Right. Yeah. So what are the other requirements people- for FHA? To qualify for FHA when buying a home. The biggest ones are, we talked about it, the peeling paint. Talked about... Broken windows. Broken windows. Like, I mean, it has to have a heat system, right? It has to have the source of heat. It must have a working furnace. Separate seat. Yeah, Got to have a stove because you have to cook. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have a sole heat source. It can't just have a single heat source. Like a wood stove. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a wood stove, just if that's all there was in there, just a wood stove wouldn't cut it. Right. It would have to have a wood stove baseboards, wood stove furnace, whatever. You'd want to make sure. There's probably a bunch of other ones in there. You know, the crawl space, they got to be able to access the crawl space, make sure that there's no mold and all of that stuff. There's access to the attic. What I usually do is once we get the appraisal, it, it, it's already noted. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, hey, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. This needs to be done. A lot of stuff I've seen in the past is 
you know, water running back into the into the crawl space. Right. You know, underneath the underneath the house. Vegetation. Here's a big one. Cindy touched on it about, you know, curb appeal, and it's not really even it's it's it touches on curb appeal, but also you cannot have any dirt, wood or dirt up against the siding of your house. It can have bushes, shrubbery, all that up against your house. It can't. There's got to be. It can't be right up against your house. You've got to trim that stuff back. Yeah. Because it's just it. Yeah. Because it rots the wood, right? It rots the wood and all of that stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's the other one. Just making sure that the water's running away from the house, not back into the crawl space. Making sure that there's no mold. You know, double check. Double check the when you go in and you're touring the homes, look in the bathroom. You know, take a paper towel with you, whatever, if you want. Just a regular paper towel. Or a thin sheet of paper, and you go and you flip on the fan, and you take that piece of paper and you set it up to the fan and see if it's sucking air. Yeah, because it's got to be sucking air because if it's not sucking out the moisture, you're gonna end up with mold in your bathroom. Right. A lot of people cover it up and they, you know, they spray bleach on the walls and they go, oh, look, look at it, it's nothing there. And then it comes it's all back. good, but you don't know that the ceiling fan, not the ceiling fan, but the, the exhaust fan in the bathroom isn't pulling enough air. So it's just little things that you can do. Right. You know? But, you know, like you said, I mean, it, your home's one of the biggest investments that you're going to make. Yeah. And you just got to take a little bit of time. It is probably the find that house yeah. that's going to work. And, Worry about the payment, the interest rates, and all of that stuff are going to come down. Right. But you're going to feel great when you buy a house that's $20,000, $30,000, $50,000 cheaper than you than it's going to be in the next the, the, the next year. Yeah. Because as soon as the interest rates are going to go down, you figure a $40,000 bump in property value or on sales price or loan amount is only going to change your payment by probably $26. Yeah. So people go, oh, that's no big deal. That's that. That's, you know, the rate's lower. I can buy more. And, you know, it is what it is. But right now is a great time to buy. Well, I and don't want to wait. Yeah, I mean, if you because you get the home. So here's the thing is you're not going to have bidding wars. I mean... You know, there might be a few hot homes that you might have more than one offer on. But you get to take your time and really find the place that you really want. Put your offer in. I mean, now we're seeing some, you know, seller concessions, you know, that. Yes, exactly. And that helps buy part of that interest rate down. And I mean, you can use it for whatever your lender will tell you where it goes. What's the best place it goes to? What's going to be your best option? Whether to buy the rate down. But the housing price you're stuck with forever. The rate you're not. Yeah. Until you decide to move up, move down. I mean, 
but you just still have to be diligent, you know, and we wouldn't be having these conversations and these talks every single week if we didn't care about you guys buying homes or the ones that are selling. We're trying to give you honest to God tips and tricks about things to look for that are going to help get you top dollar and be able to help you buy a home that you're not going to be worrying about that's a money pit, you know, two months after you buy it. Yeah. So, you know, you had any last thoughts, Cindy? Um, not at this time. Okay. So, like I said, every single time, you know what? You don't wait to buy real estate, right? And also, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. So, until next time, keep your eyes open, keep your credit good, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Woo, that was a lot of information to take in. You know what? I'm proud of you. You hung on it and you followed it through. So here's the best part. It's only going to get better. I guarantee it. You know what? So what I want you to do is I want you to bookmark this. I want you to watch it, subscribe, and re-watch it. Then, do me a favor. Have your friends watch it and your friends subscribe to it. Until the next episode, I expect to see you in your seat ready and willing. Because remember, you're always going to get what you've always got if you keep doing what you always do. So let's do this. Come on, hustlers.